to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, sir. How are we doing this uh, this 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 day? Excellent. It's been a great day. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Uh, anything that really stood out for you today? Well, just uh, just uh, it, uh, bringing clarity uh, uh, about who's the real culprit mm. in, in this whole situation. I don't want to review the message. Anybody can go on YouTube and do that. Yeah. Uh, but I will mention the one point uh, from today's message, and uh, it was about, uh, concerning, you know, and here's how you know you're missing it. Uh, everybody was up in arms that, first of all, they didn't arrest these four guys and, and charge them. Yes. Then they arrested the one guy. Uh-huh. And then, well, hold on. His charge is too low, and you haven't arrested the other three guys. Everybody that's involved, they all need to be arrested and charged. Okay, so finally his charge goes up, and they arrest these other three guys for abetting, right? You know, so then there was a okay, yeah, we just now we need to prosecute them, and uh, but I never heard anybody talk about doing anything about Satan and and he was just as much a, a, a part of what happened as those four guys. I mean, his influence on those four guys had a whole lot to do about or do with, you know, their coming the behavior. Up, yeah. The behavior and they're they're doing this. So, uh today's message really was about ex- exposing him, uh-huh. Satan. Uh-huh. And uh, how he, and he doesn't just do that to to police officers. He does that kind of stuff to everybody. That's right. Mm-hmm. We got we to gotta deal with the root, not the fruit. Yeah, yeah. You, if you're trying to kill a tree, just pulling the fruit off of it. Uh, don't look for that to do a whole lot of hurt and harm. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, just before we get uh, into this uh, uh, topic of discussion today, we want to just go ahead and uh, say a few things. Uh, first of all, we uh, just want to announce that every uh, Monday and every Friday there will be a new podcast posted. So if you are subscribed through Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Cast, Spotify, you'll be able to go ahead and download your uh, latest episodes right on there automatically. We will try to get notice out to you, hopefully on a weekly basis to remind you. But if you are automatically subscribed, you don't have to worry about it. It'll just auto-populate for you. And on that note, we want to go ahead and just uh, open up in a word of prayer. So let's look to heaven right now. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks and praise because we love you for everything and anything that you do for us, For Father. You have equipped us with the knowledge and the wisdom we have through your word. And, and, and if we lack anything, we're going to come to you and ask you, Lord Jesus, because we need guidance. We need lots of wisdom during this time of pandemic, during this time of crisis, 
in the United States, and for that matter, all over the world. We need to seek your face while it might be found, Lord Jesus. We need you more than ever right now, Father. We give you thanks, and we ask you to touch the man of God today that he would bring forth the word of God, Lord Jesus, with wisdom, love, and compassion. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 So, uh, I'm sure there's quite a bit that's uh, rolling through your mind, or? Hmm. <laughs> um, well, I got a question uh, for everyone that's listening. What's growing in your life? Uh, What's growing in your life? And I was thinking about Absalom. I don't know if uh, you remember him. Uh, he was one of David's sons. And Absalom had a real problem because uh, his half-brother had uh, raped his, his sister. And he, at first, you know, he he was trying to just comfort and take care of his sister. Yes. But real quick, he he wanted to get uh, some revenge, some payback. Yes. And uh, he was deceitful, got a little party going, and invited all his relatives, and he killed uh, the brother. And, and, of course, then he fled, went into hiding, et cetera. And eventually, he came back. His dad allowed him to come back to the, within the kingdom. Uh, but but Absalom just killing the brother that raped the sister. It the poison didn't stop there. Amen. Uh, other stuff was still growing on the inside of it. Uh huh. And he began to be kind of deceitful within the kingdom, uh, really kind of putting his dad out as not being the best guy and really stealing their hearts that he'd be a better guy if he was king. And, and eventually, he overthrew his dad as king. Uh -huh. Now, what did his, his dad didn't rape his sister, you know. How did he get to the point where even after he got the the revenge and 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 the brother that raped the sister was killed, you know how did he keep going forward? And and the sad part is when uh, his dad escaped because he actually was gonna kill his dad uh -huh. uh, to show the people that he had disdain for his dad. Uh, his dad had these concubines. They were like female workers or whatever that that were around his dad a lot. He put a tent out uh, in in public so everybody could see what was going on. And he violated all of these women in public, you know, just to show people the disdain that he had for his father. What was and, and the question is. This was growing in him, uh -huh. you know, and, and what's growing in us? If you don't pay attention, uh, you know, seeds can grow and, and, and produce some, some very evil and wicked fruit. Yes. And the whole thing with uh, 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 George Floyd, 
I don't believe in my wildest imagination that uh, the officer that had his knee on, on Floyd's neck, that he said, boy, I'm going to be a police and you know, I'm going to kill somebody. I'm going to put my knee on their neck. And Yeah, he woke up that morning thinking, oh, today's a good day. Uh, well, no, <laughs> I, he, he'd been an officer for years, I think, yes. like 17, 18 years, some long period of time. I don't think day one that he entered the law enforcement with the idea that he would do these kind of things to people. But but you see a pattern in that he had a number of complaints over the years. Yeah. I think it was like 17. Yeah, and and so so over that over that officer's career this thing grew to the point that that you saw fruit that had, that had uh, had uh, been growing inside of him for for some time. Yes. I mean, the way he so comfortably with his knee on the guy's neck, people shouting at him, and he he readjusts almost to make himself more comfortable in keeping his knee on that man's neck. How do you, how do you, you know, you don't get to that in a flash. That's right. But, but he was growing in, in this over time. And, and if we don't uh, realize what's going on in our life, we can have some stuff that's, that may not uh, bear that kind of fruit today or tomorrow. It might take five, ten years from now. It took Absalom like 15, 16 years plus, but, 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 but are you letting some things, this is my question, are you letting some things grow in you that's not going to be good for you and it's not going to be good for others? Uh -huh. And Go ahead. Hey, no, you just, uh, my mind is keep going back to Esau and Jacob. Um, when Jacob went to go meet Esau and and seek forgiveness and make mm -hmm. things right, mm -hmm. um, I keep thinking of the fact that when they, them two got together, mm -hmm. they made things right. But the fact that Esau didn't make it right with his people. Right. But even Esau, you know, had bad intentions. Right. Until God came and spoke to him. And, and then he had a different attitude towards uh, Jacob. Yeah. But for years, yeah. you but, took my birthright. Uh -huh. No, you gave him your birthright. You know, so, yeah, he asked for it and he shouldn't have, but you gave it to him, right? That thing of, of one day dealing with him, it was growing in him. Until, until God spoke to him. And, and a lot of stuff is, is growing in us and we don't even see it. Now, and I'm not talking about murder and whatever, pride. Uh. You know, growing in us, uh, uh, deceit, you know, uh, I'm just going to put it out here for free. I, I don't think, um, as a young man, 
that Donald Trump told as many lies per day as he tells now. But I think that that thing has grown in him. So it becomes. Oh, it's just flat out natural. <laughs> I mean, you can have the videotape, <laughs> the, the audio, the whole nine yards, and he could have done it five seconds ago, and you and you ask him why he do that, and it's like, well, what are you talking about? He believes it. He stands by it. it. You can let things grow and create a whole new reality in you, and then you are acting off of that reality. There could have been a one or two incidents in that officer's life that gave him uh, an ill feeling. And, and then from that ill feeling, then he saw a whole race as, as, as something different uh -huh. and then responded to that. that. Those things grow over time to those kind of levels. I think the Bible puts it as conscious was seared. Yes. It's a hot iron. Yes. And so we can't just look at at people at that point. We have to look at us at the point that we're at and and really do an inventory and ask ourselves, what's growing in us? Uh. What stage is, is it at? What needs to be watered, but definitely what needs to be plucked up? Because you can have a lot of, of, of good growing uh -huh. and then have one or two really they'll try to choke out. Oh, they'll, they'll choke it. Yeah. I think the Bible talks about uh, to avoid or to flee youthful lusts. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that's talking about uh, the, the lust of, of sin, but it's really dealing with when it's in its premature state. Yes. You know, yeah. While it's still well, it's in its infancy. Why is, uh, one of my favorite sayings is, if you got to eat a frog, eat it when it's a tadpole. Because <laughs> it's when it's a little tadpole, you know, it's it's not that bad. But when that sucker gets bigger than your fist and, you know, slime and you got them two big eyes looking at you, eating that is a problem. So, so do we have experience with that? Well, we ain't going into all of that. <laughs> I'm just saying, eat a frog when it's a tadpole. Yeah, you know. But we 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 let uh, we let blazes become fires. Amen. Uh, we let snowballs become avalanches. We gotta gotta take inventory now. And let me just let me just say this because this is really important. You can be totally blind to it. Yes. Not not be able to see it. I've talked to quite a few people in the past uh, week. Uh, my wonderful loving brothers of another mother, you know, uh, got a little color difference going on because of that. And they're, they're starting to take inventory. But some of them have not been sure that they... they they are sensitive enough to know that they don't even know. Uh. So they're asking, you know, I mean, do you see this in me? Have I ever shown any of these things to you? And, and some of them have, and some of them never have. And, and some of the ones that, that have done the most aren't even asking <laughs> because they don't think that they've, They've done anything, even though 
uh, in some cases, they've done some very serious things. Uh-huh. So I said that to say this. Each and every one of us needs an accountability partner. Amen. Accountability is critical. If, if you don't have some people in your life that'll call you out on some stuff, uh, you, you can that it can get out of control. Yes. And you have to have some people, the right people. Now, uh, if you got someone that's evil, then they may their accountability may be to 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 check you on not doing as much evil. <laughs> So it's, that's not the accountability part that I'm talking about. I have a very close friend of mine. I, I love him so dear. Uh, well, I have a couple close friends. Man, I got a nice life. I got a few good friends. But I'm going to talk about one in particular. Because as soon as I said close friend, just a whole shade of folk just popped up in, in, my, in my view. That's, that's a beautiful thing. You need friends. Yes. But anyway. Uh, Gary and I have known each other for four decades uh, plus. And uh, I've known him since I, I came to Christ and ha- have been a Christian. And one thing that's always been nice about having Gary in my life is uh, with no sugar added, if he spots anything that's not right, it's like whack-a-mole. I mean, he comes right at it, speak right to it. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. All of us, when we first get married, are relatively dumb and stupid about a lot of stuff. Amen, amen. Uh, though we, we don't want to admit it. And, uh, and that's male and female, husband and wife. But anyway, uh, so uh, there were some things I was venting to him about that's why venting can be so poisonous if you don't especially if you don't have the right accountability partner and uh oh man i can't believe you know such you know she would say this or think this and that and he would just stop me and say well i can i can see why she believe it because i believe it because that is you you do do that whatever and it's like dude you supposed to be my ride or die how you gonna you know how you gonna i mean and and it's like, man, I ain't finna lie to you about you, and you need to stop lying to you about yourself. Damn. <laughs> right? Let's put it out there, yeah. Yeah, brutal, brutal, you know. And so we kind of like that. So when I got to bust him in the head with the truth, I do the same. But 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 one of the things that have 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 been so precious in our lives is is that we we are able to hold each other accountable. Yes. Well, he's able to speak truth into my life, and I'm able to speak truth into his. It's a great thing. Yes. And and when you have people that can speak truth into your life that have truth, that's that's even better. Because if you got people to speak it into your life, and you know they full of poison, you know you guys are just gonna spread the poison around. That's right. So the quality accountability partners are crucial in life some folks screw up marriages because they they don't have a, an accountability partner in their life to help them 
some people lose their jobs Amen. because there's not a co-worker that's, that's there to check the foolishness that they're doing and, and helping them to see, uh, bro, that ain't going to work on nobody's job. It's not just your, you know, because sometimes we get one-sided. Amen. We look at the other person's wrong, but 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 that negates the wrong that we played a part. Even if it's nine to ten, you know that ten is still wrong. Amen. You know, but a lot of times nine to ten is really about fifty fifty or 60, <coughs> 60, 40. We we just color in that picture, you know, what our own crayon to make us look better. Quality accountability partners that that God will use to help you to see the, the you that you don't like and don't want to admit to crucial in life. Amen. Amen. I, I think if, if, if that officer, he, if, that, um, when he first started showing some signs of, of this problem that, that we now see he had, if he had had some people around him, not right, Ryan, his racism, but actually calling him out on his inequities. George Floyd may be alive today. Amen. And this man, I mean, his wife uh, is trying to get her name changed, you know, to protect the innocent. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this guy going to ever be able to be free in population, even in prison. He may be in solitary confinement the rest of his life. Because you got lifers in prison that'll shank him for, you know, a, a peanut less. butter jelly sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to shank him? Especially knowing that he's a cop. It, a cop that did that? Mm -hmm. Them guys in prison? Look, I'm going to be in here anyway. That's right. You know, they give me a love, another life sentence. Okay, boola boo. You adding it to the last one I just got. They'll take him out for nothing. That's right. Yeah. There, there's not all evil in this man. But but the evil got to a level that that he he did this evil. But but that grew to that point. Oh man, it, you know if it could have just have been that someone was there with the with the truth, as an accountability partner to help him. Because now those other officers they were saying, well, hey, I'm new to the force, I'm just following him. Uh -huh. So that thing is spreading. So you, 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 as a leader, because he was a leader, that kind of stuff, you know, because sometimes we think when we rise in the level of leadership that we need less accountability. It goes higher. Actually, you need more accountability. You know, that, I, one of the things that you To whom mean, much is given. Much is required. Much is required. I was thinking uh, part of the reason when you were talking about today how Satan fell from heaven so quick because his level of accountability, because he was so close to God. Yes. His level of accountability was high, the highest you can get right there. And the minute, you know, pride set up in his heart. Yeah. Because watch this. As soon as as soon as that pride that had been growing in him showed up, it influenced one third of the angels. Just like that. That's it. And, and, and not all y'all got to go in three ways. Quick, <laughs> fast. And then I heard, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm throwing you your new destination, yeah, in light speed. Because I, I used I used to think I was I was always puzzled. I said, why didn't God ever give him a chance to repent? And then it came to my mind: the higher you go, there's less opportunity for you 
to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you're at that level, yes, especially your creator, there's, there's no room. Well, like Vashti, uh, you know, has the ears. I mean, the, the other guys came to look. She's the queen. Now, if she'd have been my wife or somebody less than that, you know, maybe, you know, we try to get some reformation going on. But her influence is so vast and wide. What she just did, she's going to cause every husband in the kingdom some some problems. Go, She's going to the poison, you know, every female in the land. She got to go. You know, I mean, we got to send a message as well as cut, cut off this kind of attitude spreading, you know, gone. That's right. So, uh, going back to the whole thing about Lee, as a pastor, uh-huh. I, I need people watching, you know, and, and thank God I got folk, you know, I, I've done and said some stuff that other pastors have come to me and it's like, that might not have been the best move you've made in life. <laughs> you know. So and I gotta be open to say, well, what you talking about? Well, I, I you know, I, maybe you can talk about that a little bit more, about the openness. Because mm-hmm. in, in and when you're dealing with accountability, there's gotta be some openness for yeah. you and them. Well, you you gotta be open. Sometimes you know you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. There's got to be people at different levels. Uh-huh. You know, you can't be like the, the three guys that was on the boat that opened up. You know about that, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, it was three three preachers. You know, they was out fishing and and uh, they decided to just just open up and 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 the uh, one guy said, "Man, look, you know, guys, I'm I'm just gonna tell you, I I, I got some struggles." I, I'm struggling, you know, with with lust. Okay. You know, and uh, y'all, I need I need you guys on the on the boat today with me. You two guys to to help me because you know I've I've been looking at this and looking at that and you know even falling a couple of times. Da da da. And then the the next pastor on the boat say, "Man, I know how you. I've been struggling with money, you know, with greed." And uh, you know, I, I I've even lowered myself to take a couple of dollars here and there from the church, and you know, I want you two guys to pray for me. And and the third guy said, "Well, fellas, I struggle with gossip, and I can't wait to get this boat back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you do need to be. You you do need to be wise about who you open up to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but God is is so good. Yeah, He'll send trustworthy people into your life that you can lay yourself bare with. And this is particularly hard for men. Oh yeah. You know, sometimes women they'll get to crying and carrying on and tell everything. You know, matter of fact, a lot of brothers, you know, that that have done stuff with the wrong ones, you know, and and now, you know, he can't even get forgiveness because she done painted that picture and told the world, and uh-huh. you know, see, sin is a trap. By the way, you need people that you can bear yourself with, so that they can they can help you. 
and a lot of leaders, people in general, but a lot of leaders, uh, they're like the guy that, that choked on a piece of meat at, at a restaurant. He had a, a chunk of meat in his throat, and uh, he didn't tell anybody. He's sitting there, you know, squirming and whatever, and Peter just threw up his hands and, you know, somebody might, and pointed his throat, somebody might have hit him and popped that piece of meat out, but the next thing they know, he's turning blue, and this guy died. Because uh. he, he wouldn't open up and, and tell somebody that he was in danger. And, and, and then when you're in danger and it goes bad, then you're dealing with the guilt and, and all of that stuff. When you, you could have uh, dealt with that thing earlier, by, by having an accountability partner, having people that you can trust and open up with. But again, too often we, we get accountability partners that are not really accountability partners. They may be doing the same thing we doing and, and they'll sit there. Oh, I know why you did that. That's why I did the same thing. You know, <laughs> right. That, that's, that's not it. And, and usually, uh, is is it for best find someone that's that's uh, more mature than you are, that more skilled than you are. Uh, you know, if you're at work, have an accountability partner that knows the job better than you do. Well, let me ask you this: how does how does somebody find that person? Because if they're they're not mature, how do they know the next person is going to be the right mature person? Because oftentimes they end up talking with somebody spilling their guts, and then all of a sudden, like you were talking around into the joke, that, that person just spreads their business all the way out there. Well, I know this is going to sound crazy, but a, 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 a great source for helping you to find a good accountability partner, the book of Proverbs. Huh. Proverbs describes people that are wise. Proverbs describes people... That, that are trustworthy. Proverbs also describes people that are not trustworthy and that unwise. You know, uh, I, I've used the book of Proverbs, the wisdom, because uh, it, it cautions you. It says if you, if, uh, if you trust in somebody that's unfaithful, it, it's, it's like having a broken tooth. A broken, just imagine trying to eat a good pork chop sandwich with a broken tooth. That's a problem, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, or are you 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 know, you trying to play twenty twenty one with, with 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 your ankles out of joint? Yeah, I mean, it it just don't work. But that's what the Bible says. You know, if you you trust in this wrong person, it causes you much pain. Yeah, but it also says in the multitude of counselors, if you find enough of the right people, there's safety. Amen. You'll keep yourself safe. So. Screen them by the word. Amen. Vet them, the people that you're going to open yourself. Screen them by the word. And let me tell you something. You, as an individual, should want to be someone that other people can trust. Amen. Yeah. So one, one of the things that I've had, I've had to learn as a leader is something called compartmentalization. Right? So sometimes I'm, I'm I'm talking to people, and uh, you know they're sharing some deep stuff, you know, 
this is what happened, you know, like a female talking about what her dad did to her when she was young or, you know, you know, uh, or, uh, you know, I've, I, you know, women that have seduced relatives, you know, men that, you know, uh, you know, once upon a time raped somebody, you know, that, you know, and I'm sitting there and two things. Number one, I can't be judgmental. I have to, of course, screen it with the word and, and and then you know I I can no more say well hey that's in the past that I no I gotta say now, did you repent of that huh. you know have have you gone to God about that you know but 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 then on the other end I can't say oh I can't man and, and you, you you be able to find you a church because I can't just have people that have done that stuff because you might do it you know I gotta be forgiven amen so. So you got to get yourself in a position that you can be a good accountability partner, you know, you, you, to be just, to be fair, to be loving, to be forgiving, right? But yet to be wise. Yes. Yeah. And, and too too many people don't put themselves in position. Uh, to and, and being a good accountability partner is tough because sometimes we get so caught up in, in wanting to be liked. That that we we don't want to tell somebody something because they may not like me. It'll offend them. Yeah, I'm offend them. No, sometimes you're gonna really have a friend by. I always think about the the guy that was with Naaman, the uh, the Syrian that had the leprosy, and Naaman went over there with his little entourage and waiting for Elijah to come out and get this leprosy out of him. Uh, Elijah sends his servant Gehazi out and says. Uh, Master said, go down to the river and uh, dip in the water seven times, right? Uh -huh. uh, the river wasn't the cleanest. And Naaman's like, Are you, you think I'm going down there and getting that dirty water? You know, I mean, tell me to go back to where I'm from and dip in some clean water, but you know, right? But there was a guy in the entourage that said, now, can I just ask you something? You do have leprosy, right? Uh, look, if the man had asked you to go, you know, defeat an army or something to be free or whatever, you know, you'd have done that. Why let your pride keep you from getting in the water and getting rid of the leprosy? Go try it, you know, and nothing else has gotten the leprosy. Uh, uh, you know, do just try what the man said. And he humbled himself because that accountability partner spoke truth to him. And he was free. Some of us, you know, we we got our claws out until nobody wants to even tell us the truth. All, all our body parts will fall off by the time we. Yeah, we'll be dead <laughs> as a doornail because we have no accountability partners. Yeah. And the sad part is, uh, when someone comes to me, and. You know what, oh, Pastor, I got AIDS. And I just hurt because, you know, they're dealing with something for the rest of their life. But but the people that had a chance to be that accountability partner when their lifestyle was leading to that didn't tell them. Or they were a little bit hard to talk to, et cetera. 
we need accountability partners. And we need to develop ourselves into good accountability partners. And going back, because I, I kind of changed course in mid-thought, compartmentalization. So when I'm talking to this one person that's, you know, just that confessed to me about having been an axe murderer, then, then you know, after the next conversation I have might be with, with, you know, with a kid that stole a pencil in school that feels bad about it, right? I got to put the axe murderer over here <laughs> and deal with the kid that stole the pencil over here. You know, you can't let all that wash. And, and, and so often... Uh, we, you know, we try to use the the same tool to fix everything, and it doesn't work. But you have to compartmentalize and allow God to give you what's needed in each individual situation. That's good wisdom there. Accountability partners. Amen. You know, we need that. God developed me so that I can help someone else. A lot of times we want to develop me so I can preach to the world. No. And develop you that you can be a good accountability partner to one person. And and then he that is faithful in a few things. Amen. Right? So uh, because I practice the whole compartmentalize, uh, <coughs> excuse me, many times uh, I've had to do six, seven counseling sessions in one day. Sometimes two, three, four in a row. I can't take what just happened in the last session into this session. Uh, you know, I'm poisoning them with something from somewhere else. It's like a doctor. You know, if I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this infectious disease here, then I need to, to scrub and change and whatever and, and not take that to the next place. Amen. So we're talking spiritual doctoring. Uh -huh. doc doctoring, but uh, being a good, safe, wise accountability partner—more of them are needed, and you gotta want to be that for someone. What goes around comes around, so someone will be that for you. Amen. And if you get a group of people together that are holding themselves accountable, uh, you'll you'll end up with a very very blessed group of people. Uh, but I just wish uh, that that guy, that that uh, that young man, that somebody could have helped him before this thing grew to to the point where he would perpetrate uh, such an unneeded, and unnecessary crime. And I'm sure he, the jail cell that he's sitting in, he's got some thoughts in his mind. What have I done to my family? What have I done to friends and relatives? What have I done to other? Yeah, they have them on other suicide officers? watch. Yeah, because that's a lot of pain to deal with. Uh -huh. I'm telling you. And that's where Satan will take you. It, when he finished with you, he's finished with you. He'll use you like and and, and it's, you know like a dish rag that you know done too many greasy pans. Oh, let me just use a new one. That's 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 Satan's worth. That's our worth to Satan. So now, all of that dovetails into the next thing that I want to mention. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
uh, why are you doing what you're doing? So often people are not honest about their motives. For instance, we got a lot of people that are protesting right now. And, oh, I'm getting out, I'm going out there with my sign. I'm going to let them know Black Lives Matter, da, da, da. Well, Black Lives Matter last week. You know, so uh, a few weeks ago, somebody found a dead body uh, outside the fence of, of my daughter's backyard. Mm. You know, that was a black life. How 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 that how somebody end up uh, be, being found dead in the alley? And if the truth be told, if you do an inventory of how many uh, uh, black young men and women or black men and women have been killed by police officers this year to date, and you look at the number of uh, blacks that have been killed by other blacks so far year to date, I promise you. That black on black is so much higher. And that was wrong. That was unjust. So, so, and I'm I'm not saying that what's going on shouldn't go on, but but people also need to be real about their motives. Truth be told, uh-huh. a lot of folk been in the house for the last nine, ten weeks, right? Cooped up. You know, shelter in place and all this, and and this is just a as good Looking of excuse. It's just as good of excuse as any to get outdoors. You know, with a quote unquote reason. I'm willing to risk my life with COVID nineteen to let people know that Black Lives Matter. No, you want it out of your apartment. Sick of them four walls. Just tell the truth about it. And the reason I say that is this. Too often, uh, we 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 let uh, some areas in our life bleed into other areas. I've seen uh, I've seen young ladies be downright nasty to to their young son. Amen. Amen. Why? Cause he looked like the daddy that won't pay the child support, got four other babies, and was cheating on me, and that, that right. We 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 often don't check our motives, and we're we're letting this affect that. You know, you, you ever got to argue with somebody, and it's like, what was that all about? Well, I had a bad day on the job, and this that no no no. I wasn't on the job with you. I don't know where you work. Why are you coming here going off on me? And, and uh-huh. you know about you know making a major uh, out of a minor. Yeah. And really, just you had a my not just a bad day at work. Uh-huh. Are you doing what you're doing? You know, uh, some people they that are out there uh, in in the protests, they're out there with ulterior motive. They want to hurt somebody or get some violence going or whatever because they actually are against. You know, let me let me put it to you in plain. You, let me tell you who, who one of the most faithful people that will come to church when the doors are open. The devil. All day. What, well, why would the devil come? Because he hates the church and he wants to get in there and get the wrong thing going. 
Because he wants somebody to say, oh, I went, they were so unloving. Well, what did they do? This one lady looked at me so nasty. That was one person. There was, there was 100 people there. This one person looked at you a certain way, and, and now you, you know, all of them just, just said nothing. Sure won't have me back there no more. Right? Planted that seed. Satan comes to church. Well, Satan goes to your job. You know, I mean, you got people that got problems at home and they bring that to work and go off on their supervisor. You know, you got supervisors, they got problems at home and, and they, they can go off on coworkers, so they do. Not because the coworker did this and that, though, because they got problems at home. And each and every one of us, we've seen people that they're dealing with uh, sickness or they're dealing with an impending surgery or maybe even dealing with a job loss and then they change. You know, should you let those things bleed into all these different areas? That's why we need to go to God about everything. We, we need God to help us to sort things out and, and to compartmentalize, to put them where they are so that everything ain't just, look, white clothes, bleach is good for them. But you don't put all that stuff together so that you got pink shirts and like blue shirts, right? You compartmentalize. You 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 separate these things. Sometimes we just bleaching up our whole life, and 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 wonder why everything we wear looks funny. Uh-huh. You know, every every word looks funny. All our thoughts look funny because we don't bleach the whole letting stuff just run rampant, uh, or falling all over and into each other. Almost like a tie dye. Yes, and people out here with, you know, tie-dyed lives, you know, that's, it doesn't look good, right? So why are you doing what you're doing? You know, uh, a, a lot of people, uh, I've seen parents, uh, you know, not, just frustrated with their kid, and really their frustration ain't the kid. I've seen Husbands frustrated with their wives, and the problem really ain't their wives. Sometimes it's stuff that they felt bad about about concerning themselves for years. It's just that that wife makes them think about it. It ain't her fault. You know, we've got to clean up. Oh, excuse me. We got to let God come in and clean us up. Amen. Amen. So that 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 we're not letting the poison of life just complicate things and, and go all over our life. I hope that makes sense to you. Perfect, perfect, perfect sense. You know, uh, immediately what comes to thought is uh, we got to examine ourselves, mm -hmm. see whether we be in the faith, mm -hmm. make sure we're operating properly, make mm -hmm. sure there's nothing in us that's, that's not starting to brew up. Let me give you a picture of two people in the same predicament that just looked at the, the whole situation totally different, but they're in the same predicament. Jesus is on the cross, and he's up on the cross between two thieves, right? Uh -huh. They're getting crucified. So the first thief is like, you supposed to be all this and that. Why are you up here? I heard you could do, you know, Make the blind see, and you know, I mean, why ain't you trying to get us down from here? And you, 
and he's railing on Jesus while the both of them are strung up dying. And then the other thief calls him out on it. Hey man, why you why you saying all that? You know as well as I know this guy don't run with us. He he ain't never been part of any crew we know uh and but he's done things that we ain't seen nobody else do. You know he's a good man. Now, both of us know each other. We know why we up here. We know we've been wrong. Amen. As a matter of fact, I'm sorry about the wrong. And, you know, Jesus, if, if you could, you know, when you go where I know you're going, remember me. They were both thieves. As the one said, they were both being justly punished. But one had a totally different attitude about it, and and so he had an attitude with Jesus, because, you know, because of it. But the other guy, he he was willing to just look at the truth about himself and his situation, and he held the other thief accountable. And and then he was willing to to ask. Make the right move, and, and, and instead of just get me off him, cause you got that other thief off with that attitude. He never ran back. He didn't run right back to steal. Well, more than just that, because thieves during that time were murderers. Yes, they, you know, it wasn't just about taking a stick of gum. They take your life so they can get the loot. That's right. But Jesus, two men that were, you know, equal criminals, but. But because of their response and attitude was different. This day, you'll be with me in paradise. And we got to look at look at how we're why we're doing what we're doing and 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 our response to things and you know you know how we're shooting off at folk and you know how what we're saying or which thief would you be in other words. Because all of all, all, which thief are you now? Yeah, all <laughs> all have sinned and, and fallen short of the glory of God. So we we all sinners. If you were on the cross next to Jesus, which thief would you be? Would you would you be willing to confess the truth, or just try to get out of the situation, <laughs> lie your way out of it? You know, uh, bully your way out of it. Because there's really nothing going on that wants to be different on the inside of you. I think it's so critical that we think about why we're doing what we are doing. Well, amen. I, I think we can pretty much end on that. Um, we pray that you were able to get something out of this uh, conversation today. A lot was stated. And if you have any questions, concerns, or anything of that matter, uh, definitely uh, reach out to us. Uh, you can go to our website at newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org. Um, I do want to give a little special shout out to my mother-in-law and wish her a happy birthday. Uh, she's turning 74. Amen. God has blessed her with 74 years. And I uh, told us she's got one more, and then she starts her journey like Abraham. And, uh, and she goes from there. So I, I do want to wish her a happy birthday. So if you see or if you get a chance, email, text, call her up, and wish her a happy birthday. 
technically it's tomorrow, so or whenever you hear this, but either way. Uh, we thank God for each and every one of you. Uh, we're going to go ahead and ask Pastor to close us out in prayer, if you will. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, for uh, just the wisdom. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate you giving me something to give to others. Lord, help us to, to just be open to receive you through whatever vessel that you're using to speak to us. And Lord, help us, God, to give ourselves to be vessels that can be developed by you to be a mouthpiece for you to help and encourage others. Oh God, please, let us not lie to ourselves. Let us be truthful to you and to others and ourselves always. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to know truth so that we can be right in your eyes. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.